0: Oh I'm dropping bars today What kind of battery does your man need Cause he's a problem with a lot of you women A lot of you black women Alright He's a problem Okay Y'all need to understand Sometimes your man needed a, a battery Not a double A But if you're just an ugly person Like if you're just ugly Some people are just ugly And you can't get around that Like Like some I can't Some people are just Fives On a good day It's just is what it is And you can't get around that And that It's okay Because there are a lot of fives Who are doing very well in life. W- welcome to the bamboo project podcast i decided i wanted to become a billionaire doing what i already love to do every day and documenting my journey to get there i figure i'll make all the mistakes so you don't have to my name is donovan gray and this is how i'll turn my life into a living So first, I want to start off by giving a shout out to the Bamboo Project family. The goal is for me to hit $1 million. And once I'm done, I'm going to help a thousand of you get there. We are currently streaming on all major streaming platforms, okay? Such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we on it. And if we're not on it, we're about to be on it. For everyone listening to this podcast and not watching it, you can find us on YouTube at the bamboo project we have over 300 videos on our channel dr Sabian inspired cooking tutorials we got that travel lifestyle vlogs got it makeup got it hair growth got it real estate got it basketball got it it's everything us we post something on our story pretty much every single day so you can find me on instagram at donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y and my phenomenal beautiful amazing girlfriend anita burn A n e t a b u RN. So they said you can't be rich being a jack of all trades. Well, we're going to prove them wrong. We have six different projects, all right? We have the food project, we have the music project, we have the clothing project, we have the fitness project, we have the sports project, and we have the bamboo project podcast, which you are listening to right now. This may be your first time here, and if it is, welcome to the family, but for everyone else, this is chapter two, page 58 of this story, okay? People who are new, we have four segments on a podcast we have the life update it's a weekly update on what we went through last week we have episode playback it's a recap of last week's episode and the things that i feel like i could have done better to make it a better episode then we have donovan's questions a philosophical question that i had during the week i'm like you know what i want to share with people i want to see what they think about it and i present that question here and then we have the fourth segment which would be the topic of the day okay All video and audio timestamps will be in the description below. Today's date is April 27th. It is 4.13 p.m. So uh, we started late. I feel like we've been behind. Well, I feel like I'm behind for the week. I don't know how Melissa feels. I definitely feel like things could be a lot better. I feel like I still have to like, we're shooting this at four o'clock then we didn't do the dealinator video we also did not do the weekly wholesale video and then we have to do the video again tomorrow for the dealinator and we gotta do the one today after the podcast so and i still got do some wholesaling stuff so i'm just like i feel like we're, i feel like i'm definitely behind i got some more things i gotta do so uh for today we have uh some topics today's gonna be i think topic heavy it's not usually very topic heavy on the uh on the podcast but life update i don't really i can't really think of a lot that happened last week and you know as we go on melissa will remind me if i remember anything because i don't really know what happened last week um but today i want to talk about a michael jai white interview he had uh we talked about the corona nonsense i also want to kind of touch on hyperinflation which is why everybody's probably gonna be broke very soon and then a couple of topics i said a couple topics today it's not normally this many The diets that people are taking or people are on. uh, Why you should have a lot of debt. Why debt is great to have. Uh, A theory that me and Melissa came up with yesterday or day before yesterday about who should date who. And why men would rather their girlfriend leave them for another man as opposed to fuck another man interesting as you guys know we bought a house recently and we are waiting on some more money to come in and if y'all are new you don't know this people who are here we are hell bent on going to atlanta like very serious at this point i mean before it was 100 percent, but now it's like 130 percent. like like we were we are trying to get there as fast as possible and we're looking at every possible route to get there um we're still waiting on aj and like i said before we were waiting on george we got the money from jo- well we didn't get the money but it was approved so we're still waiting to get it in our account but AJ, that's the big bag. And when we get the big bag, that's when we really want to go and leave. Like we're like, all right, we just gonna we just gonna get up out of here. Before we wanted to get like two hundred thousand, that's what the plan we had. If we could get like 50, 60, we're still leaving. Like I'm just i really just maybe a change of a change of scenery I want. Maybe I just I'm I just don't want to be in New York. I wanna go to Atlanta, I wanna get stuff moving over there. All I know is I really want to go to Atlanta. So we're waiting on AJ to give us that money or to get the money for us. Uh, we're currently flipping the house now. We're we're not even sure if we got the money from him when we will be able to actually leave. Well, we talked about that. What did we say? Because we were like, if we get the money from tomorrow, let's say, well, next week, are we going to have to, uh, what is that called? Do we have to do? Circle, what is it called? Capitalize the business?
1: Capitalize. Oh, yeah. So, we said that we would have to capitalize the business from now um, just because they're going to probably ask us for our bank statements. So, if we start doing that from now, whenever we get the money from AJ, probably like, I think we need to have at least two months.
0: Okay, so we told two months from today will be the earliest we could leave. Okay. If we start today. Right, so uh, capitalizing the business means that you take money from your account and you put it into the business account. And the reason that we're going to do that is so that when we go over there, they can see that the business has income coming in. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, it looks good in your bank statements, so we're kind of just trying to figure that out right now. Uh, man, I tell you, I'm fake exhausted. I'm fake exhausted. Um, one positive I want to say. Very great positive. Melissa, my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing girlfriend. Uh okay, so you guys people people don't know this, right? Okay. I believe that one of uh one of a lot of women's problems that they have in their life is the relationship they have with their dad, right? Now this is not a new uh thought or idea. Or even conversation, right? But it's just something that I always think, and I think people kind of overlook it. People know it exists. People say, Yeah, you know, I have my daddy issues. People say, Oh, you know, I want to, I'm a daddy's girl. People say, Oh, I don't really care about if I have my dad in my life or not. You know, people just kind of glide over it. They kind of feel like it's whatever. Um, so today, uh, we found some very inf- interesting information because Melissa and her dad have a very, um, Interesting relationship Interested? No I feel like that's overzealous I'm gonna say They know that each other Are alive They know they exist That's what I wanna say I think that her dad knows That she exists And she knows her dad exists However you wanna take that As a relationship That's what's happening right now um, However He Posted today On his Instagram That his birthday Or he you knows his birthday So the reason why this is very interesting to me is because my birthday, my birthday is in two days. Okay, it's on Thursday, and it's funny because I wasn't going to say anything on the podcast about it. I really, I because I, I really don't care about birthdays like that. But I think it's funny because Melissa, who has a very uh, distant relationship with her dad, somehow found me, who is born. Two days before her dad is, right? So... I'm a Taurus. If people I know, women are women are probably like, oh my God, he's probably, a th- yes, I'm a Taurus. Yes, I am. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, the greatest sign out there, On nobody has a problem with a Taurus other than they say y'all are hard-headed and that's it. And it's like, that's not really like a bad, like nobody, you don't hear no horror stories about Taurus. Like nobody really has like, oh my God, they did a Taurus and they did this. It don't happen because we're chill, relaxed people. We do what we got to do. You know, we care about getting to the bag. We want everybody to be happy. We just be chilling. And then when you're wrong, we're going to tell you that you're wrong. That's all that's it so the funny thing about this is that as a person who loves psychology I'm a, I'm, I love to study the brain how people work right one of the things people talk about is that women tend to date the guy or they, they tend to go for a guy that's similar to their dad right so because Melissa did not have a relationship with her dad I'm like dad I wonder how that applies in this situation so I figured well Coincidentally, her mom is a Taurus, right? So I'm like, obviously, because me and her mom are actually similar, kind of, which is funny, because do you think we're similar or do you think that we are similar with you? Um,
1: I would say you
0: guys are kind of similar. Okay, so Melissa's mom and I are similar, right? So in my head, I'm like, oh, obviously, something about Melissa's mom that she grew up with her attracted her to me, right? So you can see why I find it kind of funny that her dad was born two days before I was born. So it's like, maybe, wow, maybe that's crazy. How long were they dating? Were they together? I don't know. Like years, you think? I don't know. You don't even know how long they were talking, Melissa. No. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. you y'all gotta talk about this. Y'all need to talk these conversations. How do you not know? You don't even have an idea. Like, oh, like, like a year, two year, three. Year. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. The reason that I was going I was asking that question, right, is because very similar. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's very similar to my cousin situation, right? Where I said that my cousin tends to date guys. That her mother would attract, right? So I'm wondering if the personality that Melissa's mother has somehow or in part comes from him, right? Because I don't know how long they were dating for. So I'm wondering if there's any part of that that's why Melissa was attracted to me because of whatever her mom picked up from the guy that she was dating. You making a face. You making. Right? So I'm like, I wonder. If me and him are are similar, because I'm similar to your mom, I wonder that's where it came from.
1: Well, you're doing a lot of wondering.
0: <laughs> well, all my wondering will be done when Melissa goes to see her dad on the one of these days coming up because he doesn't even live in New York. He lives in, I think, Florida, right? So... He said he's going to come up here. She called him for his birthday, which to me was an amazing thing. Because I'm like, wow, Melissa, that is a, that is a, that's, that's amazing. Because I was going to say, I was, you know me, I'm always like confront your your fears and your anxieties and everything that you, that you, your hard over, you got to overcome stuff, right? I always say that kind of thing. So she was thinking about like calling her dad. Now, why do you think, were you crying in this during this uh, period, Melissa. Uh, yes, I was crying. Now, why do you think that was? What What do you think the reason was for that?
1: What do you mean? Like what? What? I was okay. I wasn't crying on the phone. Mm-hmm. I was crying about something that we were talking about. Okay, what was that? Ah, what
0: were we talking about that made you cry?
1: We were talking about I didn't like that my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh. When okay, when I would talking to him, two things I didn't like. I guess was there was a time we were texting, mm-hmm. and he misspelled my first name.
0: How do you spell it?
1: M e l i s s
0: a. M e l i s s a. That's how I spell my name. Oh, I thought I'm gonna like, say, damn, I got your name wrong. I swear, <laughs> I was like, how do you? I'm like, he spelled it M-E-L-I-S-A. Oh, bro, I swear, I, I'm like. So how was your spelled? Okay, so that was that was the correct way to spell yes. it. Got you. And how did he spell it?
1: M e l i s a.
0: I want you to see my face. <laughs> maybe out of here. I'm. A, I'm gonna repeat it. Okay. It's a comment. It's. It's, a it's not even. A <laughs> what? I'm about to tell them for them first because that's crazy. Or
1: maybe, maybe was something else. I might still have the text message.
0: Okay, because this is this is what I just heard, right? Melissa just said that she was upset with her dad because I was. her name is spelled M E L I S S A, right? And her dad texted her. M e l i s a. He forgot the other S. Oh, see. And just like that, boom! Now he's a terrible father, shit no, dad, deadbeat. It's crazy. That's not really, really. Because I think that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Because I'm like, what if he just forgot the S? What if it was a typo? Like, how do you know if it was a typo or not? Did he say it more than once? Or is he like Melissa, Melissa, Melissa with a bunch of, with one S?
1: It was. More than once. Oh, okay. And I think I think it was something else too. I think, was, but I can't. I don't see the
0: message for some reason. You know, I probably spelled it, it correctly. Like that's why. It seems like it was one time.
1: No, no.
0: It seems like
1: he
0: might have messaged me more than once, and I
1: didn't respond. Recently. This was in twenty
0: eighteen and twenty nineteen. What did he say? He said Merry Christmas. Said, oh my goodness! See, we are gonna have an intervention. <laughs> uh huh so okay I'm, I'm gonna tell you why, if you have an intervention but come on so that was one of you okay but you didn't explain why you were crying though or uh, why you were tearing up I don't wanna say crying cause I feel like there's differences
1: I was tearing up because yes he had misspelled my name mm-hmm. and oh he had said happy birthday to me but it wasn't on the right day mm-hmm. so honestly I don't even know today's the birthday like you know but either way, yeah, this uh yeah, this felt my name, this act birthday, and Diamond was like, "Well, you know, you don't really have a relationship, you know, it's it's not, you know, what were you saying? You're saying something. You're saying something like, you know, you're you're his daughter, and you don't know his birthday, and I'm like, yeah, you're right, but like, he's supposed to be my dad, like he, now like, you should at least know he's
0: supposed I'm to my be my dad."
1: That you, know. you
0: see, you hear that distance language? He's supposed to be my dad. Who else is he, Melissa? Is he my dad? He's not my dad. <laughs> He's supposed to be my dad. He's your dad. Mm, you're not sure?
1: Yeah, he is. He is. Mm-hmm.
0: See, this is one thing, like I said. For me, like I say all the time, confront all the problems that you have in your life. Whatever they are, you need to confront them. Because the... My don't have you have what daddy issues we already know you have daddy issues that's that's not new that's that's that's, that's old however right i think it can easily be solved here's why one of the things i was gonna say i feel like i i always told melissa that for her to ascend to the next level of her life and of maturity or to just you know become a better person she has to confront whatever conflict she has with her mother any issue that she feels she has with her mother anything she wants to address she has to talk to her mom as an adult to be able to now solve whatever uh turmoil she has within herself right now i feel like melissa does that or tries to do that but i don't feel like it has the impact on her that it should maybe she doesn't confronted enough but i feel like it doesn't have that impact however from the small whatever happened today i feel like the energy should have been directed directed to her confronting her dad and the reason i say this is because as a guy myself who has grown up with two parents my mom and my dad they did not live together however i was raised by both of them right now one thing that I learned growing up, people who have both their parents will learn this too or who they understand this too. A lot of times, the stories tend to differ depending on who you're talking to about what happened, right? So, for me specifically, there's a there's one example that I have where my mom was very upset with my dad oh i can't believe he would do this oh my god what kind of man would ever do a thing like this oh my goodness why i can't your dad is just trifling right so i'm like wow he must be like that's terrible that he would do that right so what he did was uh he bought her a dress for i believe her birthday and he took it back right so she was living. I can't believe he would do that, right? So imagine as a kid, you hear this. You're like, why would my dad ever just buy her a dress or just take it back? That's so, you don't do that. That's just disrespectful, right? That's if you only have one side of the story. In this situation, my dad is there. So I could ask him, hey. So I was talking to my mom, right? And she said to me, some story about a dress, Right? Now, again, I wish I could remember the specifics, but I do not remember the specifics, but I know when I asked him about the story, it was very different from his perspective as opposed to her perspective, right? Now, the reason why this is important is because it allows me to weigh both sides. And when you you weigh both sides, you know what happens? You decide you don't even care you decide I don't even care about the stupid dress however if all my life I live with my mom or live with my dad and one person is like oh you living with you gonna go to your mom's house and she don't got this and she don't got that and you know your mom used to do this when when I was growing up you know she a hoe right if you living with your dad and you talk about your mom like that you know what you gonna grow up to be you gonna treat women like shit you gonna be like oh women's just hoes I can't deal with no women cause all they do is fucking cheat that's what you gonna be if you grow up with a woman or your mom and she's talking about how bad your dad is she's talking about some Oh, I'm going to see you at your dad's house as a punishment. Because like I said, that's happened in my sister. Very similar situation. And to me, I think it's detrimental because it's like, why would you want to paint your father in a, why would you want to demonize your father? And how can I put this? Why would you want to demonize your father? I'm phrasing this wrong. Why would you want to demonize your child's father before before they get to know who that person is? So you should let your child talk to the parent and then decide how they feel about them. But if you are if you are instilling how you feel about the parent into your child, the child never get to decide. Oh, actually, I like my parent, or maybe the parent treats me different than they treat you. It becomes a different conversation. But if you only have one side of that, you don't really get to see what both perspectives are, right? So. I say all this to say, my girlfriend, who's beautiful, amazing, and phenomenal, was raised by one parent, her, her mother, right? Now, it's very rare. It's very rare this happens. I honestly don't know any situation where it does happen because every time I can think about it, it usually happens in this way. The mother usually talks about how bad the dad is. This is. This is across the board. I feel like this happens with my mom and my dad was there. Now she would still be like, see, this is what my mom would do, and she'll probably do it now too. She'll be like, man, your dad was just, oh, oh my God, your dad was just so much. He was just, oh, right. And then she go, now I don't say nothing bad about him. I'm not gonna talk bad about your dad. Like he's your father and he's a great man and he does good things. You know, he raised you properly. But oh my God, boy, was he? Oh, was he this? And why he ain't wanna? And it was. And then you just sitting there like. But you're still talking bad about him. So I still, as a child, you still hear the negativeness coming out about your dad, right? In that situation. So same thing with uh, my sister's mom. Similar situation, same thing, where it's like, oh, you're going to go to your dad's house, that's a punishment, you don't want to go over there, oh, your dad ain't shit, your dad didn't do this for you, or this for me, And remember, and this is what happens too, right, this will be a funny thing. Now, think about how crazy this is, right, as a parent, because I know people who are parents out there, people who are going to become parents, don't do this, right, imagine you have a, f- a, f- a three-year-old, three-year-old child, right, and let's say the parent, the dad situation decides, you know what, I... I forgot to come pick my child from from school a couple times, right? At three years old, let's say a five, four years old, let's say four. I think you went to school at four. You know what parents will do, or a mother in this in this situation? When you turn fifteen, they're gonna be like, you know, your dad to pick you up from school, right? You know, when you was four years old, your dad he just kept not picking you up from school. He's always late to pick you up from school, right? Now, as a fifteen year old, you like that's terrible i don't know why he would do that yeah uh, exactly exactly that you need to find exactly that, and why would he do that right now as a 15 year old you don't care but just that that little that little inkling of information now makes you look at your other parent like hmm what kind of parent why, what what kind of parent were you now the reason like i said for melissa's case why it's not that good is because she can't well she has not called her dad and been like hey so, why you left me at school when I was four? Why you ain't come pick me up? Ain't, she ain't asked that question. She just said, okay, well, you ain't shit dad. You ain't picked me at four years old. I ain't talking to you. Happy birthday. I ain't responding. Merry Christmas. I ain't responding. And you going to text me Melissa with one S? How dare you? You ain't shit. How, what kind of father are you to forget? You even spell my name? Typos? Fuck out of here. no typos. You to know how I'm going to spell my name, right? That's how, they, that's how Melissa feels. So, so, this is how a lot of people grow up, right? Because... What happens is, they never want to address what they think may happen, right? Now, what I mean by that is, they may not want to have to have the conversation with their parent, in my opinion, because they have to then find out the truth. And when you find out the truth, it may then shed a different kind of light on the other parent. This has happened to me on multiple occasions, because for periods of time, and this is what they would do. They would say, listen, don't tell your dad, don't tell your mom I told you this, all right?" But, you know... You know, before you before you was born, right? You know, she used to be annoying and shit. She was uh, your mom, right? And you just like, okay. And mind, you five. You're like, all right. My dad said, don't tell my mom this, right? He's like, okay, I won't tell her. Then you go to your mom's house. You're like, come here. Come here. Don't tell your dad told you this, right? He'd cheating he always cheating when he was younger. He's always cheating and you just like okay So now you are sitting there in the room right you sit in there in this room now You got information about your dad and about your mom and you can't ask about because they both told you don't tell the other one Right, so now you are like damn What should I do? You know what you should do? I'm gonna tell you, what you should do okay here's what You should do as, a, as an adult now anybody listen to this ask them at, Hey, what you you was cheating on my mother. Why what happened? Why she told you that? Yes, Man, she always lying about cheating. Right? And here's the thing, it's not about getting down to the truth. It's really not. That that's it can help to find the truth out, but it's not about that. It's about understanding that both your parents are human beings. Maybe your mom is lying. Maybe your dad wasn't cheating. Maybe your dad is lying. Maybe he was ain't shit and was treating your mom like shit. Who knows? But at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to erase that superhero image of your parents in your mind that they are both human beings. Because when you have one parent who is telling you all the bad things about the other parent, you're going to look at this one parent like, oh, my God, you're amazing. Like, you did all this hard work and stuff. It was amazing. It was crazy, right? I have another example that I have in my life where, like I said, a lot of examples like this. But this one is kind of interesting, too. So... Uh, for a period of my time of my life, I lived in Washington D. No, I lived in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, right? For like a year or two. Now, again, story always always gonna be murky when you try to ask your parents what happened. They always gonna be like, I mean, you know, I, all of that, right? So uh, the stories I've been told is that my mother was going to school. That's what I was told, and she sent me. To live with my aunts in Maryland because I wanted to do that? After she told me. Something something like that, right? I might call her and ask her right now. My when I told my dad this, he was like Niles. Some middle name by the way, he goes Niles. I live twenty minutes away. Why on earth would I want my son in another state? Why would I not if I take care of you now. Why would I want you to go and live with somebody else, right? So now I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. But I was in Maryland, and then this little side note. P.S. on this information I'm about to give you is kind of funny. So uh I had actually, I think I told you a story, right? When I got with the with the paper clip. With,
1: with the paper clip,
0: I remember something about you. Okay, right. So I'm in I'm in school. I'm in the second grade, I believe it was, right? And there was a paper clip. Not a paperclip, but a staple on the on the carpet, right? Now, you know, I'm in a second grade. I don't know how old you are. Maybe five, six, right? So, you know, you... you I don't even call it mischievous. You just you just bored at that point, right? So, I'm going see a little uh, uh, staple on the carpet. So, I flick it off the carpet, right? Staple. Staple hits the teacher's foot, right? Teacher calls my uncle, tells my uncle, I feel a stapler right her, right? Now, if you guys don't know the difference between a staple and a staple, I'm going to let you think about that. There's a staple... But you staple the paper with the 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 little metal piece and then there's the stapler which is the actual attachment that the big heavy shit there's that now this woman told my uncle I threw a stapler at her and I'm sitting in the chair like I did not throw no stapler at her. Like that's crazy. Uncle didn't want to hear that. He's like, nah, you gotta be lying because he's a teacher. I'm like, Why would I throw a stapler at her? Like why on earth would I do that, right? So I got home. I'm in Baltimore. Ah, uh, I got the beat of my life for sure. Beat of my life, so bad my legs turn colors—blue, green, yellow—colors, right? So I'm like, this is this is Jordan's dad, right? So I'm like, oh no, nah, this is crazy. So I call my dad, right? He drives like I don't might have been the next day. But it might have been that day, comes to get me from school, middle of class, like, nah, we're going, you're not living up here no more, they're not going to beat my son like that, and then right, why would my dad, who don't want me to live with him, come to get me from another state for getting beat and bring me back here and put me in school, right, so you start hearing things like that, and it makes you go, I got to find out what happened, so I'm going to call my mom right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if she has an answer for me, as to why I was, uh, in this other, this other, uh, school we're going to see right here in the podcast we going to see what she has to say I got a question. A quick question.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, do you remember when I went to I went to live in Baltimore? Do you remember that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why was I living in Baltimore as opposed to living with my dad?
2: <laughs> you just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I always forget. we brings this
0: up? I'm on the podcast right now, and I was talking to Melissa... And because she actually does not talk to her dad. Right. And her dad she talked, she called him today. And I'm always saying that the story is always different depending on who you ask. So I'm like, I don't actually remember the reason why I was in Baltimore. But I feel like the reason that you gave me different than the reason my dad gave me. I don't really remember both reasons, but I want to know what your reason was. Cause I, I don't really remember. it.
2: So I'm going to tell you. My story, Uh and another person that knows the story is your auntie Angel.
0: Uh huh. She with you
2: at the time. I was I was getting ready to go. uh, I was trying to finish up a session of. I was going to what was considered a law school, Mm -hmm. but it was based in London, and so
0: You in London.
2: it was in London but they had some people here. Oh. But it was they, they it was mandatory that I do something like two weeks or so in London.
0: You were in London when I was in Baltimore?
2: I, no, I didn't I, I never it never happened
0: oh because, okay.
2: yeah, a lot of other crazy things happened. But that's <laughs> why I was trying What? I, that's why Nephi went to live with her father. You went to live with yours and it, that's what I thought. I said, This would be good. I said I, for the school year I says, Can Nephi stay with her dad and you stay with your dad for the school year and while i do this this uh i don't know if it was maybe 10 month course whatever and so your father didn't want to sign on and i'm like paul i really need you to do this because if you remember you was going to the gifted and talented across the street and i said it was so hard for me to get you in there and i didn't want you to miss that opportunity because they had a whole track of how they, once you go there then they had you, you was going to different schools and they were going to, you know follow your track, everybody who was in the gifted and talented was going to go on the same path so I kept saying, Paul, I don't want him to go anywhere else I want him to stay in this gifted and talented but he didn't want to do it, so I told him, I said I, I mean, trust me, I begged and begged and begged, He, it's not going to happen For, I don't even know his reason, but yeah, I'm sure he had a reason, so then I said, well, you know what? You and Jordan were the same age. Angel was like, look, babe, just I want you to go on with your schooling. and um, go ahead and do what you have to do. I'll take Donovan since the, him and do- Jordan are the same age. They'll be, you know, around the same class, whatever. Okay. I put you over there. And then your father decides... He'll use that opportunity to go to court and say that I sent you over there without his knowledge, without consent, without whatever. And I'm just like, and the thing is, your Uncle David, because he didn't want to get in the middle of it, he's like, look, I'm not getting in the middle of whatever you and Paul are doing. I want, I'm going to talk to Paul. And he talked to him for at least two hours on the phone. Plus, I think they wrote a letter of like of, of an agreement of what was going to go down. And even still, when he went to court, he then said, no, I didn't know anything. They didn't tell me. So, and all of this wound up making me, me having to go to court with him and go in and out and in and out, it totally, I couldn't do much of anything. So, but that's more or less what happened. Like I said, and, and your aunt has, You know the other half because they were really upset with him because what he did he went straight to your school didn't tell them and they were they had a release that they were talking because he and i were like i was we was at each other's throats so they were talking and so he they would let You go. You would go over and visit because he would go and see your uncle Eric, and they they was like, this is you know, open door policy. Just let me know you want to come visit. He can come. You could take him from here. He went to your school, took you out. The whole school was like, who is this person? Why didn't you tell us? If somebody's picking him up? Blah blah blah. So he really made a mess for them over there. He made a mess for me over here, and it just really got bad. And and that's more or less he more or less had leverage in the court because he but also i know he heard because enough of his friends have gone through something similar so he used a lot of the same wording and everything else and we're just like well you know we had everything you know everything was amicable like why did you go this route but you know because if you take a child out of state and without the other's consent it can cause a problem and that's what he made it seem like and that's totally not what it was but that's what he wanted it to seem like so but that's what happened
0: <laughs> okay so question Mhm. i th- i was under the impression that the the beating that i got from uncle david was the reason why i was taken back to new york
2: no 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 well definitely your your father didn't care but i definitely didn't care for it and i told angel i'm like look you know you know your uncle Dave and i never really were all like, that great together and i'm just like angel i'm more or less put donovan in your care like don't have this man i mean i know you're your uncle she's like oh he's his uncle but no he's not he's not it's not blood you know, so she, and, and I was like, why didn't you spank him? I didn't want, you, um, david spank and i'm like that didn't make sense to me and it was it really angered me because anytime you spent time with your aunt you spent more so with her so you really didn't have a relationship with your uncle so i'm just like you don't don't let him be him because then you always going to have a feeling towards him because you had an ongoing relationship with your aunt so that's why i was just like i didn't really like that your father and like none of us liked it because we just felt like it should have been angel so,
0: that's how that went. Mm, see, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, my I thought as a child that that was the reason I was taken from school. But uh, you are saying that that is not the reason. So, what what did he gain from taking me from Maryland or from Baltimore back to New York?
2: Well, knowing how cheap your father is. I'm sure this is why he did what he did. I mean... I'm sure he'll repent for it as he, whatever, whatever he is. He really, just like with Jasmine, he did not want to pay child support. And your father was paying extremely low child support, but he did not want me to have the leverage of being able to ever take him for child support. Because I, I think, and it wasn't so much that I was taking him, but what happened is if I was getting other services, they had to have an accounting of where he was, and he had to be paying something. So I'm just like, okay. So he, I think he had uh, maybe two jobs or something. So he was like, okay, I'll put my part time. So he was paying something like sixty dollars a week, I think. It was like sixty dollars a week, and I'm just like, you know, told, you know, even if you like don't make a big deal out of this, like just let it go. And he's just like, no. So he wanted to go to court and get custody of you so that if he had custody, at least on paper, he wouldn't have to pay. And he was like, let me just get custody on paper. And then if you want to keep them, you can keep them. But I just want custody on paper so I don't have to pay child support. And I, and he, and I would never be able to have that leverage over him, or possibly, like if he made more or less, he never wanted me to have that leverage over him. And he was like, well, I'm not gonna... Ch-. And what was happening when we went to court, neither one of us, because usually, they would have to find fault with me or him and they couldn't find fault with either one of us and they put us through the ring that's even them why you was going through the uh psychiatrist because they wanted to see like 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 i said nobody was on drugs nobody abused you nobody so they went through so you found what you wanted okay um right and so it was just hard for them to make a determination and it was so what they tend to try to do in courts. What I've learned, they'll keep letting it linger and linger until you either guys get tired or something does come up. And so it was just miserable. And then at a certain point, because we just kept going to court, kids just kept going to court, I said, okay, you know what? Give him custody on the paper. And once I gave him custody on paper, he was like, okay, if you, if you want to stay with you, he can stay with you. And that's more or less what happened your father had a real you know how he was he had a real big problem with money he did not want to part with his money that was i don't really know what that was about but he was he felt very strongly about that because and that's why i feel like jasmine among other things but like i said when she had when she was going to school he just he quit his job because he didn't want to pay child support and he that he was working for transit that's where him and marty was both working for transit he was like, but they they wanted him to pay like twelve hundred, I think of um every two weeks so every month. It was it was kind of paper still. I, mean, I think it was like six hundred every two weeks. Yeah, every time he got paid six hundred dollars. He and he was he thought he would hit ten ceilings, and he was like, I'll quit before I pay a mother all that money because he could not. He didn't feel like it was warranted.
0: So once I was. Uh On paper, I guess staying with him. I, I what? How old was I? Where was I staying at at that point?
2: Um, by that time, because that was around eight. Because everything more or less happened. we was like eight, nine ish, and we tried it for a little while. But, I mean, even still, you you was kind of staying there. You was kind of between the two. But, I mean, like I said, that definitely, because that was around third grade, it was eight, nine-ish. And everything kind of went on until maybe up to 12 or whatever. It was just, whatever. But, that answered your question?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. I'll talk to you later.
0: All right, later. Okay, bye. So what do you think about what you heard, Melissa? What is, what is, what is uh... Yeah, what do you think about what you heard?
1: Um, I heard... parts what you were talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: little, little jabs, right? Little, little jabs. But
1: it's enough for you to be like... This
0: like. Right? But think about this. When you're six years old, are you able to discern what are little jabs? You can't really discern that. You can't go, are you being petty, mom? At five or six, you can't really see that. So, uh, what, one of the things I noticed from the conversation is that she said that on paper he wanted me to stay with him so he doesn't have to pay child support.
1: Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like something that you said to
0: me, right? But then I actually stayed with him, but you did, yes. She was. She was saying I was back in around that time. I was back and forth. So I would live with him, live with her, and then up at, and then from twelve until I was eighteen. Honestly, I lived with my dad since I was in the th- sixth grade. Honestly, I think it was before that. I think I lived with him because I was at yeah. Because I'm okay. So. I moved back here when I was in the second grade, right? The third grade was the Catholic school. So I started Catholic school in the third grade. The Catholic school was close to my mom, my dad's house. So he used to take me to school there. So I don't really know how I would have been going to school there if I was living with my mom. But then my mom moved up here uh, when I was in the fifth grade. Like, fifth or sixth grade. So, at that point, it's kind of like, Yes, yeah, to me, it's kind of like they're f- seven blocks away from each other. So, I can stay over here. I'll stay over there. I'm stay, at that point. I'm staying mostly at my dad's house. So, I, just think, I think it's interesting that she would say that he would want me to be on his child support paperwork to live with him, but then also take up the responsibilities of doing that as opposed to being like, I don't pay child support and I don't want to do anything. Um,
1: interesting, right? Oh, but it
0: sounds like it sounds like all he wanted to do was not pay child support and not be not deal with you, but he pay, he didn't pay child support because I was living with him and he was taking care of me, and she was not paying child support. So, like I said, it sucks that I can't ask him these questions because he was murdered by my aunt and his girlfriend last year but you know i just think it's funny that i got to see an example of it right so uh i just wanted to know bring that to you guys because i one of my pet peeves is parenting for adults and how i feel like people don't take it seriously i think it's also funny how kevin samuels talks about this where he goes hey uh You have a kid at 20, 21 years old, and then you feel like at 35, you should still have to access the same people you did if you didn't have a kid. And it's like, no, there are consequences for your actions, right? So... There are consequences for raising your child a certain kind of way, and I don't want people to have children when they have not worked on themselves enough to have a kid because then you just have to have problems where the parent's trying to get back at the other parent by using the kid to do it. They're treating the kid bad because they feel bad about the other. You don't want to raise a child in that kind of environment. So I always feel like you should address whatever toxic issues you have first. It's easy. You just ask yourself, what would I address if I was trying to not be toxic anymore? It's gonna to come to your mind immediately. And that is the thing that you need to address. It's going to come to your mind. It comes in everybody's mind. If you go, damn, what do I need to work on? It's going to come to your mind. You're going to go, mm, I don't want to do that. And that's the problem. That's that's how you end up staying toxic and having kids and doing issues and having to do whatever going on with this, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I digress a little bit. Uh, Melissa is going to see her father at some point. That would be very nice. I would love to have Melissa and her dad relationship. Like I said, I want her to have a relationship with her dad and with her mom. I want her to be able to talk to both of them and see them as human beings and then be able to just have regular conversation with them. That's how I would like their relationship to be. Um, And I think it's very interesting because there were two times that Melissa used distancing language talking about her dad. And I don't ever feel like up until today. Really, that Melissa ever considered uh this guy her dad or herself as his daughter? Because when I say it, I feel like he gets choked up whenever I say it. So I feel like she's like, I mean, like she ain't say this because I I just see it in her reaction. I'm like, that's your dad, you know? Like you're his daughter. She, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, like yes, you're his daughter, and that is your dad. That's your father. So, you know, so all woman out there, go talk to your dad, please. Just have a conversation with him. Call him. And don't. Uh, uh, listen, I'm telling you, yeah, the story I've been been told as a kid is probably wrong. And it may not even be on purpose. It's just wrong. Talk to your dad. Um, so Airbnb, you guys know that we are trying to get an Airbnb. We have decided we are like 99.107% sure that we are going to turn the house in Philadelphia into an Airbnb. We believe from the analytics that we ran, we could probably bring in like $6,000 a month. At, honestly, at the high end, like $9,000 a month. That's on like the super high end, would be like $300 a night. That's even, that's honestly, I seen higher than that. But I'm gonna say at the high end, we could charge 300 a night. So that's like $9,000 a month. And then on a low end, I think we could do like $4,500 a month, right? From the math that I kind of did estimated it, I think we have to pay property taxes. We're going to have to pay utilities. We're going to have to pay uh, the refinance of the loan. I'll explain that in a second. With all of those expenses, I think we should probably still be at like $2,000. So that means the house should be able to bring us, net us $2,000 a month, which, hey, $24,000 a month profit net. In our pocket, we don't have to do anything. That's 500 dollars a week that we don't have to. We just collect. Um, you know, and that's on the that's on the low end. That's not if we're making $250 or charging $250 or you know, whatever crazy number we could charge per month. Now, refinancing means this people who who are unaware of how it works. We bought the house at $116,000. We're gonna put 75000 dollars into it. That's gonna bring us to I think it's one eighty seven, dollars if I'm not mistaken. Um $116. Plus seventy five brings that one ninety one, right? So, what? When you refinance, that means you get a new mortgage on your property, right? So we had to take out a loan, a hard money loan, to buy the property. So right now we owe them the one sixteen plus you know seventy five, but we had we put a down payment twenty thousand, damn near forty thousand dollars on the house. So do the math, it's like one fifty, right? So if Melissa and I Airbnb and we refinance the house, that means you will get a new loan for the house, a bigger loan. You get a loan based off of what an appraiser does. An appraiser comes to your house and says, hey, I think your house is worth $320,000. And then you go and you go to another bank and you say, hey, this appraiser told me my house is worth $320,000. I want to take a loan out for 75% of that amount or 80% of that amount, whatever that number is. Whatever. Let's In this case, for an example purpose, let's say it's 100% of the, the amount, right? So you say, hey, bank, I wanna get a loan for 320K. They go, great, why? Their appraiser says we're 320, okay, fine, here's $320,000. I take that 320, right, and I pay off the old lender, the hard money lender, right? Now the bank has a 30-year mortgage, so they're gonna charge me less interest every month than a hard money lender, because they're, they're like, hey, we, we want our money back right now, we're gonna charge you 12% interest every month. The refinance might charge us like 3%, 5% every month. We have $320,000 in cash. We pay off the one hundred fifty. dollars Now we have one hundred fifty dollars left in cash, in cash. So we can now take that one hundred fifty dollars and buy another house and still collect the rent or the Airbnb money from the first house. This is called a BRRRR strategy, uh, B-R-R-R-R. Uh, I think it's buy, ref- buy renovate, uh, refinance, repeat, right? I think that's how it's called. So that's the plan right now. Uh, so we just, we excited. We're really excited. We really want to do the Airbnb. Like We're really, like to, listen, in the beginning of the year, we dropped the podcast. I don't know what the actual date of it was. And we had goals for this year. And I think it's crazy because we have somehow stumbled into these goals. Uh, we have a property, which will become an Airbnb, and we will then use that money to get a second Airbnb. And that's not including us moving to Atlanta and getting Airbnb, jumping down there. It is what it is. We out here, twenty twenty one. we're going up, you know, the vibes. So. All I want y'all to know is y'all see it here first. Shit's getting crazy. It's little inches. Like, it's not. Listen, if you go on our page. Is that our page? Where is it? No. It's Where is it? The Bamboo Project. I think it's on our website. The BambooProjectHousing.com. It might be on there. About how the Bamboo Project grows and how we are growing like that. It's not going to be a big jump. You're going to see little tiny little inches here and there. And then, boom. Next thing you know, we rich and famous. How'd they get here? Watch the podcast. So... As far as uh, YouTube goes, one thing I've noticed a trend I kind of started to see, which is interesting, because I kind of said it's going to happen from years ago. I think that I think everybody is going to end up having like a block or vlog channel because it's a situation where i don't think people still want to be doing all the pranks and all of the childish stuff and you trying to you trying to create content for youtube I, I think people want to be able to just record their regular life and then put that out there um so i feel like i'm starting to see that now everybody that has channels finance channels and real estate channels and stuff like that everybody's starting to like lean into just having a really like a life channel oh look at me we're doing lifestyle stuff now you yeah, already know we have a catalog of that already on here, so we already had it a game when it comes to that. On top of that, I think what's going to happen is people's lives are not actually interesting, and that's what we want to do. Our goal is to make our life interesting and then just record it. We don't want to make our life interesting for YouTube, but like, hey, we actually want to be good people and, and good and safe and secure in our actual life, and then say, hey. This is how we did that. But I feel like a lot of other people are going to be like, damn, okay, what's popping right now? People iPhones? All right, I'm going to go to the store and buy iPhone right now for my, my vlog channel because that's what's popping. And it's like, listen, do you. Get the bag. Do what you want to do. However, in my opinion, what I've seen is going to tire people out. People are going to be like, damn, I got to find something to create content on. I just got to find some shit. Oh, my God. That's it, when you start. Yeah, just doing
1: weird. Have people rob you. uh.
0: uh right. Because I'm like, listen, you, imagine, I do know the story about the, my neighbor, right? Imagine if I fake that. Like, imagine if I was like, all right, what are we going to do with Melissa, I right, bet. We're going to have a guy on drugs across the hall, come to the apartment, give us his PS4, and we're going to be like, oh, my God, what is going on? And then we're going we're gonna to hire some police to come over here and bring out a dead body down the hallway, and we're going to record it and be like, oh, my God, this is our actual... That's our actual life. Like this is what we this is shit that just happens on a regular basis. The thing about it is because we do not make content for youtube to become famous on youtube there are going to be gaps between these things because that's life but what happens is when you make content for youtube what you've seen with most creators is they have to be better than the last thing okay i did last time i got 100 views i gotta do more yeah like when i fell and broke my ankle i'm gonna break both my ankles oh you like when i broke both my ankles i'm gonna break my arm and both my ankles okay i'm gonna get into a car and you're like bro honestly like i said it's good for youtube i'll watch that shit like this person's crazy but you still a real person in real life. Like, do you really want to deal with the nonsense in real life of, like, you have two broken ankles and a broken arm? For what? So you can so you can look at this number and say, oh, I got a bunch of views and money. Listen, we're going to get the money, the views, and the fame and everything else. But we're just not going to go and chase after it. Like, we're not going to do that. So... I said, I, I'm telling you, y'all gonna start seeing. It. Let's watch watch your favorite channels that don't have vlog channels. Just start they start popping up a little. Hey guys, I think I want to start going to be more personal with my channel. You know, I can't like with the fashion channels too. I don't want to just do hauls. I don't want to just talk about finances. It gets boring. I don't want to talk about just real estate. It, it happens. I'm telling you, y'all gonna see it, it happens over and over again, and it's it, it, every time I see it all the time. So watch out for that. You heard it here first. maybe we'll probably 2021. Um, the last thing in life update that I want to uh. Talk about very short. I think it's funny because again, you guys know if you are part of the story, a part of the family, I know there's a guy who is dating my cousin and he asked to come on the podcast. Right? He was supposed to come on today. That was the plan. He didn't come on today. Oh shit. Oh that's Thursday. Okay today's Tuesday he's supposed to come on today that was the plan she asked me she said hey he wants to come on I said All right, sure you know me I'm I, listen I, like I told you content I don't chase content it just happened I just I just do my thing people are like right, I'm gonna come on however as you can see we're here it's Tuesday nobody's here except me and my girlfriend that's it so he's not here however according to her they will be here tomorrow so you already know next week will be interesting hopefully maybe I don't know Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But all I know is he's supposed to come tomorrow with her because Melissa uh, made my cousin a dress, so she'll be coming tomorrow to try it on. Uh, maybe she'll put it on Instagram on the Bamboo Project uh, clothing page. The Bamboo Project underscore clothing. You can see it on there, and he'll be here tomorrow. Now I don't know how he's gonna act. I don't think. He, I, I I'm very curious to see how that goes. Because I kind of have some questions. I want to ask. I got, I got some questions about what the, what the plan is for them to. Like, I'm just curious. Like I, I want to know. So let's say when I find out. Y'all will know. My family will all. All my family will know. We all will figure it out together. And you know. Hopefully y'all don't fall into the same mistakes that other people are making. But that wraps it up for the life update. Um, Hope y'all enjoyed that. Because that was uh, interesting. A little bit different but interesting. So. You know. That wraps up for a life update. Okay. Now. Uh, one thing I want to correct from last week, I said, uh, I think I said something like. Something along the lines of when I was, I think I said like, oh, I was improving myself. And obviously I'm not ugly now because I get girls. Now, that's not true. I can still be ugly. I don't know. I do know I can still get girls because I didn't want to come off. I don't want people to think like. Just because you gay girls, you're not ugly. I didn't want nobody to think that because that's not true. A lot of ugly people getting bitches out here. A lot of them. Fat, ugly, skinny, all types of colors, all types of shapes and sizes are getting, getting bitches. I just wanted to say it because, like I said, I was, I was talking about last week about improving yourself and how you can use, you can have a barometer to improve yourself. You say, hey, people say I'm ugly because, you know, I can't get no bitches. Well, it's like, all right, well, I'm getting bitches now. And it's like, er, you're still ugly, but you're getting bitches. So people don't really care. But you're still ugly. So, let's not try. If you can fix being ugly, then I would say do it if you can um, without getting surgery. But, you know, the stuff like that, you would be wash your face, take care of your skin, get a haircut, uh, maybe do your hair, make sure you clean. Just, like, brush your teeth, get your teeth straight, and stuff like that. Like, those kind of things is what I mean by make you attractive and make you, you know, not ugly but if you're just an ugly person like if you're just ugly some people just ugly and you can't get around that like like some i can't some people are just fives on a good day it's just what it is and you can't get around that and that it's okay because there are a lot of fives who are doing very well in life they have they're married and happy they have money they can fuck really well a lot of fives are doing good out here but they just ugly it's okay it's alright. So I'm saying. like example. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'll call him ugly. And when you get money, are you even really ugly anymore? Because Ian Connor, you know Ian Connor? He used say, he used to say he was ugly. He used to say he's a, like a little turtle and shit. But he be fucking bad bitches. And he got money. Hang with Kylie Jenner and a bunch of other people. And it's like, I'm pretty sure a lot of quote attractive people would would not mind look like Ian Connor. Or at the very bare minimum, they're gonna go, well, he's not that ugly. Like, I see why people like him? I wouldn't date him, but I understand. And at that point, that's all you need—that's all you need—somebody to be like, he's not the ten, but he's—he's he's okay. He's like a little cute turtle, you know. So it's like, you don't want to be—you don't want to be a five, and you ain't shit. Like that's ter— not now, that's terrible. You can improve the ain't shit part. You can't improve being a five. Like you just—you can't fix that. Um. Also, wanted to correct? Melissa has said that. No, I have said. That Melissa used to get annoyed or anxious or uh, rude. Rude. Rude gal. She would do that when I would take pictures of her. However, she was more upset at the fact that I was taking pictures of her while other people were around, right?
1: Because it was a narrow... It was a narrow sidewalk. And... People had to stop walking because I was taking a photo. So that's what made me anxious, as opposed to just the fact that you were taking a photo of me. Okay. So, like being other people's
0: way. Right. Okay. So, what happened was we were on the sidewalk. I had a camera out with my iPhone at the time, I think. And don't no You take a picture out, People start acting weird People start like ducking People start standing still Like oh I'll, don't worry I'll wait And you gotta go No don't worry Go by, it's fine And then they're like No take the picture Oh my god he's pretty Like it's like that It's like a natural thing That happens Like people that take Pictures outside You'll see this Happens all the time If I pull a phone Out on the street People will just Walk around me I can, But the thing is the
1: Where we were It was a narrow street It was a narrow street And it was busy too Cause it was right In front of the Starbucks mm-hmm. And right next to Central Park mm-hmm. So The train station was taking up a part of the sidewalk. Like I just felt like it wasn't the best place
0: to um to take it. So Melissa freaked out, started cursing me out, crazy. So, so so told me to shut up. I I think you told me you told me to shut up.
1: I remember doing.
0: Yeah, because what happened was this is how like Melissa will it will get built up.
1: It wasn't like an angry shut up. It was, but I remember.
0: It was passive aggressive. That's what it was. She was mad that I had took out my phone, take a picture of her i think she was wearing something nice day. i don't know what she was i was taking a picture of my girlfriend because you know i love her i wasn't
1: your girlfriend
0: at the time okay my girlfriend now who was almost my girlfriend then oh, okay. i was taking a picture of her and i'm like hey click and then mind you at the time i'm pretty sure while i was taking a picture people were just like like don't worry it's fine and i'm like listen they're saying it's fine and you're like yeah. like that so
1: pictures of me. I don't know if you
0: saw the pictures that nephew took me the other day I did I did and then I mean listen at the end of the day you know you can't get better at taking pictures unless you take more pictures so and I, yeah like I said I think it's funny too I'm gonna give you a little insight I said it before but I'm gonna say it again right now when we get when we get some money right I'm we're gonna start doing like the whole Instagram thing like we're gonna start like taking mad photo shoots like mad funny photo shoots like i said i want to do a lot of cartoon i want to do like anime i want to do like uh, i'll think about kids next door earlier um i want to do like maybe some uh what's that one mr mrs smith just funny stuff maybe like the roadrunner and the guy he'd be chasing like just funny stuff that people like to see you know that kind of thing um marketing you know you feel me um real like soften filters on our face where we just look like you can't look, look like dolls. And also, I also was thinking about doing this, right? It's a theory, or I don't want to call it theory. I want to have the whole page be photoshoots shoots of us like that look mad fire, but there will be multiple pictures. So you can actually see, once you swipe, Like, how we actually look as regular people is not going to be edited. And it might be, like, behind-the-scenes pictures of us, like, either getting dressed or, you know, somebody taking pictures of stuff like that. That's how I want it to be. So, when you first come to the page, it looks fire. But then when you click on when you go to an actual picture, you can swipe and see, oh, that was a photo shoot. They did this, and they did that, and it was crazy, and whatever. So, oh yeah. Now, um, one thing that we Melissa and I talked about, too, recently was valuing women last week. This is a conversation we had. And... I always think it's very hard to value women. Melissa Frank came over here. Um, shout out to Ariel. Uh, came over here on Sunday. And we were talking about what makes a woman valuable. And we've had this conversation on a podcast probably like four or five times at this point, I think. And every time we have this conversation, I feel like the answer changes because it's almost like it's an abstract concept of what a woman's value is and because it's abstract it's very hard to pin down and nail it to one thing now my theory this is my this is my new theory right now that i have women's value is attached to how great the man she's dating Becomes after they are dating. That's what I think. I think you can measure a woman's value by what the man does after they be, after they get together. And yeah, cause I'm like, bro, I got a house. So Melissa is fire. So obviously, I mean, a lot of things got. It right there. Honestly, and honestly, I would not be in this apartment with for Melissa. So I think that tells you what kind of value you have because and I was thinking about this earlier today too right it's kind of funny so we all know of Jeff Bezos who has now vanished from all media because he's no longer CEO of Amazon I don't know if y'all noticed that shit funny I haven't heard about him in mad long he just Poof, gone. Right, all the time that people saying, "Oh, he don't pay his taxes." You see all these YouTube videos. You see Amazon is doing this, and Jeff Bezos is worth this. Every week, it was Jeff Bezos is worth a hundred billion, two hundred billion, three hundred billion. Oh my God! Y'all think his network don't go up no more? Y'all think he? you think his network just stopped going up because he's not CEO? No, he has the same amount of stocks he had before. His network is still going up. We just don't talk about it no more because the media doesn't say nothing about it. Why? Because people. It's just ridiculous. But besides the point, I think it's funny that once him and his wife got divorced, he is no longer Amazon CEO. So what does that say about the quality of the woman he's with now? I was thinking about that. I'm like, damn. Because I'm like, people might go, oh, well, you know, Jeff Bezos' wife, they grew up, you know, they honestly, from from start to finish, she was there, and he he grew into this um, behemoth of a company, right? I'm like, that's phenomenal. Then he does some wild shit, I guess, leaves her, cheats, whatever he does, and now he's not the Amazon CEO anymore. And I'm just like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what she was doing for the company or for him as a man that allowed him to be able to build Amazon like that. I'll be wondering that kind of stuff. You should be wondering, like, hmm, she had to be doing something, about it. like she had to be doing something. So that's my theory. Um, I don't like it necessarily because I don't... I never like to say that a woman is attached to the man. I really try to stay away from saying that because I think it breeds a lot of nonsense from men who are not secure with themselves. So I have kind of am very hesitant on saying that, but I do think it's the truth. I think that women build men up. Like, you can be an amazing guy, for sure. But if you talk to most amazing men, like, let's say even Eric Thomas is like... Bro, I, I, honestly, that's crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Like, behind every great man is a great woman. Mm, it's a bar. You hear that, Melissa? You're so, a great, you're so a great that woman.
1: That you can't be a great man without
0: a woman. I know you'd love me to say that, wouldn't you? You would love me to say that you can't be a great man without a woman. And as, as though it might be true, <laughs> I know you would love me to say that. So, so, would,
1: so what do you think?
0: Um, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Oh. I think that I don't think that a man will reach his full potential without a woman. I think men will be great without women all the time. But it's like, it's like, the man, do your best. You know, exactly, yeah, absolutely not. I think like a man could do all the things that people consider to be great, build a company by himself, you know, be in shape, be smart and funny, intellectual, but him with a woman cannot compete with him without a woman. You just can't do it. There you just you will lose to yourself without a woman every day. Like I can I can say unequivocally from my chest that a Donovan without a Melissa would lose to a Donovan and a Melissa every day of the week. Every day of the week, hands down. There's no way there is nothing that I could do as a Donovan, by myself, that could compete with, with with what Melissa and I do now. It's impossible. So, I'm like, was that great before? Absolutely. It's fucking amazing. Phenomenal. But, shit, I ain't have a house. I ain't have an apartment. I ain't have $1,000. I ain't have none of that. I had some money. I was still doing well. I was smart, funny, charismatic, you know, on ambitious. But, here we are. So, look at my hair. See my beard? You see this? You see this shit? I have this. I didn't have a beard when I was single. I didn't have this. So I'm just I just want y'all to see what I'm talking about. You could, by all means, fuck all the bitches you want, but you will never be able to beat the yeah, you that got a bitch. I don't want to say that. It's not. It was a funny line, but you would never be able to beat you that has a woman. <laughs> you, would never be, you would never be able to beat you that has a woman. And women, Listen. When you get with a man, your job, and not to nag him, because your job as a woman is to figure out how what kind of battery does my man need? Oh, I'm dropping bars today. What kind of battery does your man need? Because he's a problem with a lot of you women. A lot of you black women. Alright, he's a problem, okay? Y'all need to understand. Sometimes your man needs a battery, not a double A. Y'all be double A battery and nobody need that. Y'all feel like, oh, I f I tell him to do this, he's gonna do it. If I force him and nag him, it's like no, he's gonna leave you and cheat on you. You know why? Because you the wrong battery. You're not, you're not the, you nothing. We know what he needs. He needs he needs Fiji water, okay? You pull a spring. Don't be pulling spring. Get your ass together. Get you some Fiji electric water. Be electric water for your man. All right? So, you know, if your man doing great, it's because of you. He's not going to. Honestly, honestly, any man with a woman that's doing great will probably say that. I can't see why they would it.
1: Yeah, Eric Thomas is all the time.
0: All the time. I'm like, I can't see why they wouldn't. I can't think of any man that has a wife that is like that he's su- he's successful. Cause the only honest honestly Oh my god, I just I'm dropping bars today. The only men that complain about their woman are men that ain't successful or ain't doing shit. That's the only men that be like, bro, my woman be fucking lazy, bro. I fucking hate this bitch, man. I can't believe it. oh my god, bro. Oh, I wanna cheat and we it's like Well bro, maybe you I don't know Maybe I don't know fam You're not a successful dude So I don't know Maybe Maybe it's her It could be you I don't know It's one of y'all Y'all fucking Relationships all fucked up I don't know which one of y'all it is But it's one of y'all Either she not valuable enough To make you successful Or you Not successful enough To get a woman That is valuable Figure that shit out But all I know is You shouldn't be saying That your woman ain't shit Unless she ain't shit Because sometimes women ain't shit Because I've asked women Who I talk to And I was like What you mean You don't want to do nothing With your life Like what do you mean What are you talking about How's that work Like I can't deal with you So Either way That was uh, what I, my theory About women's value Attached to the quality Of the man that they are dating Um, Now today's topics the, We are You're like an hour
1: and Fourteen Mm Mm Mm-hmm Mm-hmm
0: Mm. let me see uh, I'm going to do hyperinflation and I could do three of those because I don't think they're all that long so I could do like three of those I think I do three to four of those um, the first thing I'm going to say this is more so a bullet point or theory that I have um, Melissa and I came up with it recently I actually got to call my cousin to ask him this too um, yeah i got to ask him Question,
1: what's your, your mom is the youngest
0: yes and my and my dad is the youngest. Also, oh, okay. yeah, obviously. That's
1: interesting. And do you know about I like, his
0: Neil? Nah, I think he's the youngest. I think he's the youngest. He might be like one of the youngest in the family. of his. Oh, okay. I think there's a lot of. I'm gonna call him right now. Ask him a question real quick. No, call me. No, Jordan. Oh. Let's see if he answers. The oldest child. Should of a, of a group of kids, of a group of, of of siblings, should date the youngest child of another group of siblings. I think that's what makes those two work, right? Now, that was what we said, right? That was it. Because mm-hmm. I'm the you the older, right? Then I think that the middle child should date the oldest child, right? That's what it was. No, a middle child should date the only child. Who's the only child date? Did they date the older child?
1: I don't know if we talked about the middle
0: child. We talked about the only child. We
1: talked about our only child dating the oldest child.
0: Yes, so the oldest child, the oldest child should date the youngest child as well as.
1: No, yes, and the only child.
0: Right. Now, my theory, because I'm thinking about trying to get deeper into this should the oldest child be a woman and the youngest child be a man i think that's we got to look into so look around in your families for people who are in successful relationships because i think that because ariel is the oldest she's the oldest and he's the youngest right
1: he's a twin so but he's the youngest one i think so yeah right
0: i think he's the youngest one so here's my theory if you want to have a happy relationship here's you go The oldest woman of her siblings should date the youngest man of his siblings, right? Now, the oldest man of his siblings should date the only child of the other person's siblings. So you should only, you should date older, you should date uh, only single children. What are they called? Only child You should date an only child If you're an older guy if, No If you're the oldest guy In your group of siblings You should look for a girl Who's an only child Okay Now Reason behind that is Only child are spoiled Right As an As a older child You've dealt with children before You know how to deal with that nonsense Because you have to raise your little kids You had to raise a little brother Your little sister who was acting up all the time So you should date The one who you already accustomed You know how to deal with the nonsense You, you understand it Right You tell them this, No you're not getting that You're not getting that Now Melissa's older than me, right? She's a woman. So she has the...
1: I'm older
0: than you. In her sibling group. (laughs) Melissa is the older sibling of her group, right? So she's had to raise children, right? Now, I'm a younger child. So the youngest child. So I feel like Melissa fits my personality because she still has the parental, like caring motherly role cuz I don't necessarily think that younger children have that the youngest child I don't think that's their thing
1: yeah y'all are more carefree and more so like live a little you're not going to die right
0: we just like let's just go out like you're going to be fine so um so that's what I think right now the oldest daughter or the oldest woman the youngest woman
1: I don't know who she dates. We didn't get
0: that far. Yeah, we didn't. Who should the youngest woman date?
1: Because it's like, it's weird because the reason why a older, I feel like a oldest, the older child being a woman and the younger child being a guy is that it kind of balances out the, um, the gender roles in a sense uh-huh. where it's like how guys are perceived, not perceived, how guys are quote unquote supposed to be the most, the more powerful in the situation. But I'm the old, I'm, I'm. Accustomed to being the oldest and kind of taking charge in that way mm-hmm. And you've also been accustomed to kind of taking the back seat in a sense being the youngest mm-hmm. So it kind of balances out because even though you do still take charge sometimes being the guy mm-hmm. I still take charge sometimes because of my experience of being the oldest
0: I wouldn't say you take charge. I th- I don't think that's where it comes into. I think that you are better able to manage me I don't think it's about taking charge. I think it's like, you know how to deal with me personally because I you've had to raise a youngest child before. So there are things that you've dealt with with Justin and Jermaine that I will probably do. So you've accustomed to it. It's not as foreign. So with me, it's more like... uh I'm saying from top down, it's like that. And then from the youngest... Yeah, I've dealt with older... Uh, siblings because I'm like I'm the youngest one so it's very familiar to both of us it's more like oh I've I've been in this role before so it's like I can still I'm still a guy right and then it's like you know how to manage me as being a guy and because at the end of the day I feel like everybody has their dominant and then their submits uh no agreeable and then disagreeable traits so i feel like because there are times i want to be agreeable you have the ability to be disagreeable because you are an older child so you have to beat up your kids your justin and jermaine and stuff like that so i think that's kind of how i how i personally look at it
1: okay i can can agree with
0: Yeah, so I still we I still just flesh out the idea of who get who who the uh the youngest daughter get. Don't worry, we we'll gonna come back to you.
1: Guess what I was saying because I'm like the youngest daughter, it, it feel like it's at, at a double.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We gonna we going There's one. There's somebody out there. Honestly, who else is left? The youngest daughter. Oh,
1: so the only male child?
0: No, maybe no, possibly no. That's that's for the that's for the the middle. That's for the only daughter. Wait, who you, who, who you said?
1: Only male child. we never talked about
0: only. I don't think so. I think cause they're going to be spoiled. They got to be. I they feel like. Gonna be spoiled. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that works. Uh, I think they need to date a middle child. That's what I'm thinking. The youngest. I think the youngest daughter should date a middle man in the middle. So that's that's my theory right now. I'm, I'm going to start looking at this. I'm going to look into this more to see who's with who what relationships work. Look around. Uh, What else? Um, that's there. I want to talk about not that one, not that one. Oh, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, one, definitely this one. I believe. Let me the last one talk about. Leave the other one for next week. I believe that men, as a man myself, I believe that we are perfectly fine with our woman leaving us for another man. I don't think we are as hurt because if you ask a woman, right, what would you hate about your man cheating? They go, oh my God, I feel inadequate. And they feel like the girl, uh, he's going to leave me and have feelings for the other person. And I don't want him to have feelings for her because he's going to leave me, right? I don't think guys feel like that. Guys feel the opposite. Guys feel like I don't want my girl to fuck nobody else. If she decides that she wants to leave me with someone else, I we feel better about that. It's like, bro, he was, he's, he's that, he's that dude. It's like, it's like I said, you you don't feel as bad if your girl decides to go with somebody else. You're like, you know what? My girl is still respectable in the fact that she made a decision to date a better man than me. So I still have, I'm able to choose great women. She just chose a greater man than I am. So that's good. Now, if your girl cheat on you with a guy and she just fucked you like damn he didn't want to. he did not even want to make you his girlfriend like i feel bad like damn what what kind of woman are you that he don't want to be with you it's like i should probably leave you too and i think it's so crazy because women are the reverse of that women are like yeah he fucked another woman but like did he catch feelings for her though Cause I mean I don't want him to fuck nobody else But like Is he gonna leave me for her I don't want that the most If you had to ask a girl But to choose to Choose between the two Ask yourself this Women who are listening Cause I have noticed that I have a lot of female listeners A lot of women Listen to the podcast Would you rather your man Who you love Fuck somebody else Come back to you You don't get no diseases Nobody gets pregnant Right Nothing like that No no attachments Or He leaves you For another woman I know your soul. I know your chest hurt when I said that. I know all the women that's heard me say that go, "Oh shit, that's that's that hurts." I know, I know. Ask a guy the same question. Ask a guy that's game the same question. He's gonna be like, "Damn, my girl gonna fuck somebody. Somebody gonna fuck my girl, and like give her back to me. I don't want her. I don't want her she for the streets. I don't want her. But now a man gonna come, a nice, strong, uh, loving man's gonna come and take care of my girl and marry her and treat her right." Why would I not? Like, even think about it now. Why would I be mad? Like, oh, my God. I can't believe she getting treated right. Ain't no woman ever say, well, you know, uh, she treated him better than I was. So, <laughs> that's, that's fine with me. That never happens. Women never say that. I have never heard a woman say, well, they're doing better now than they're not with me. And I'm happy for No, they don't fucking say that shit. Unless they probably, like, crack it or some shit. Or they on drugs or meth addicts. Those are the only times they be like, well, you know, I was going through some shit. And that's crazy. Women do not say that. Women do not say, like, oh, he's, he's, like, he do. He
1: what, that's not, that's not, no.
0: Guys will definitely be like, yo, bro, I'm, like, I'm happy for her. Like, she got somebody that's better than me, they going on vacation and shit, they traveling, taking care of her. I could do none of that shit for her. Ain't no woman ever say, damn, I couldn't do none of that shit that that girl do. I can't suck dick like that. I can't cook like that. I can't support him emotionally like that. I can't, oh, the way she just be. Smiling at him, I guess. I can't. I don't that's crazy. Listen, we own this on the podcast. We on this on, but that's my uh, my last topic for the day. I wanted to uh touch on because I think it's interesting. Think about that, guys. Think about it. Which one do you want? Actually, male friends, which ones do they want? So uh you guys know the vibes, all right. So uh we will be back here. We still working on an outro. I'm coming up with something. I just been so busy. I'm trying to think something to come up with. Oh, unrelated but the uh contractor sent us videos today of the house yes. so we're able to see the house after they cleaned it out and it would clean out even more tomorrow so we don't even know what more cleaned out means because it's already cleaned out that shit looks so amazing cleaned out oh facts facts second floor gonna be second floor gonna be so big oh shit the basement Ooh, we're about to have an airbnb okay so we will be back here next week what happened we are welcoming guests. We shoot between 10 and 12 on Tuesdays. We're doing virtual shits, you know. I be mean, I'm feeling kind of free and loose, like, you know, like a youngest child. So, on Tuesdays, hit me up. We're trying to come on. Uh, if you have not already, you can check out our social medias. Mine, it's Donovan Gray. D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing, gorgeous girlfriend. And she be getting thick, yo. Who I tell you, I've been molly whopping. It's crazy. Anita Byrne. A N E. T A. That's spelled right. I don't want to ancient that. A N E T A B U R N. That is her Instagram. My. We have six different projects. Okay. Got the food project. We have the clothing project. We have the music project. We have the fitness project. We have the sports project, and we have the Bamboo Project podcast, which you just finished listening to right now. Okay. And with that being said. You know what it is, you know the vibes, be going up all year, hashtag Bamboo Project 2021, okay? And with that being said, that's fucked the whole shit up, everything is fucked up, it was all backwards. Uh, my producer was a little late, but with, with the outro at the bottom, <laughs> just want you to know that. That's. You don't think he was, I think I, nah, I ain't have it in my head, So I have it on the screen, so I don't have to say it in my head. But you guys know the vibes, alright y'all, enjoyed the podcast today you know how you do this uh but with that being said bamboo project out